0: If you're looking to work remotely for a us-based company then you might find some value from this episode so we've been doing some research and gathering feedback and some strategies and hacks you know that'll give you a higher chance of scoring a remote job because traditionally how we'll typically go about that is that we would apply you know following the standard process which would involve searching for a job on popular platforms like LinkedIn or Indeed or Glassdoor or maybe the company websites themselves and then we'll submit our resumes and our cover letters which we probably would have tailored to meet the specific job requirements from that company just for us to receive a response like oh sorry this remote job is for us nationals only now that can actually get quite frustrating you know especially if you have to repeat this process over and over again hundreds of times Here are our top three tips on how we can reduce the number of rejections and improve our likelihood of getting that interview. So starting out with our resume. Our resume is our ticket and crafting a strong resume is crucial when applying for jobs. So we can use very effective templates like the Harvard resume template, which the link is in the description. And it's a popular format that we can use to make our resume stand out because it's very clear and can easily be understood by any hiring manager. So here's how we can structure it. We will begin with our name, our contact information, and our email address in the header. Then we would want to write a clear and impactful introduction that should highlight our career goals, our relevant skills, and what we bring to the table. Because essentially this is our pitch and we want to make it really sweet. Next we'll be listing our educational background starting with the most recent degree or certification regarded to the role. But in a situation where we don't have that related degree, maybe we studied something random in the university. And for example, looking to transition to a role like software engineering, it would be in our best interest to go get some of the certifications regarding this new field that we're we'll venturing into. So, for example, as a software engineer that we want to be, you know, we'll need to have some fundamental certifications from the Red Hat company or Microsoft or Amazon or Google and paired up with some programming language certifications like JavaScript or Python or C++, etc. Next, we'll be creating a section to showcase our skills. Since we've already spoken about our hard skills, which is our tech stack, so all the programming languages and the technology stack that we're familiar with, We would also like to add our soft skills. Since we are looking to work remotely, we will be highlighting a lot of the soft skills which we'll be bringing to the table. So things like self-motivation and time management because essentially they would want to know that we are capable of managing our time and getting the job done. Our strong communication skills because we're working remotely, will require us to have very good communication with our teammates since we're all working on the project together. How adaptable and flexible we are and our problem solving skills because most of the time we might find ourselves in situations where we are by ourselves and we don't have anyone to come through for us to help solve a particular challenge. We need to have that initiative of being able to solve these technical challenges. So I'd like to highlight that as well. Adding to that we'll have some workflow management skills, some collaboration skills, some teamwork skills and specifically our tech proficiency because this is one of the red flags or deal breakers that many companies have, especially when uh, someone wants to work remotely for them and they uh, they need some surveillance software that they need to install on that system. They need to be able to be sure that we have the capacity to install this and send across uh, multiple channels of communication and access controls. And finally, they would like to see that we are proactive and can be independent and self-managing. And then the next section of that would be our work experience, where we will detail all work experience in chronological order, starting from the latest work experience that we've been through. And for each job, we would like to mention the company, the job title, and some descriptions of exactly what we did there, you know, we can use bullet points for this with a little bit of descriptions as well as the specific contributions that we've made to that company because they want to see that we've actually contributed greatly to a company and we can replicate that same success for them. Now if in a situation where we don't have the work experience this is where with a lot of focus we go into projects and achievements that we have done, so we would have to highlight all the notable projects that we've accomplished over a period of time. The more projects, the better since we don't have the work experience to show, the projects are what we'll have to show. So we'd have to detail it, document it, even present it whenever we're going to be having a conversation with the hiring managers as anything in order for them to see that we have been active and we have been using our skills effectively. So at the end of the day, the key is to actually tailor the resume to reflect our competency for the job and most especially our ability to work remotely. So we'll go on the job boards, find our job descriptions, use a guide to highlight the skills and experiences that align with the role. And one of the tools I can recommend for this would be consulting resume AI. So I'll drop a link to that in the description as well where we can actually use this AI tool to help us craft our resume effectively. So the next is finding the remote job right now searching for the job on LinkedIn is great it's the de facto standards the go-to but Google jobs is heavily underrated and can be a great resource to explore. Now here's a quick summary of how you can use it effectively you can visit the google job site or simply just search google jobs on the browser and this will take us to the job search platform where we view live. and we should always be aware to not confuse google careers with google jobs because google careers is jobs for google to get a job at google while google jobs is just a job platform And then we use the keywords related to the type of the remote job we're looking for. So for example, we're into software development, we can try searching for remote software engineer USA or work from home developer USA. And then we can take our time to browse through the job listings and match, that match our search criteria. Click on the job titles that we are interested in to get more information about the positions, the requirements, the company information, and then when we finally find what we want we can go ahead and apply directly through the platform and uh, obviously the platform would give uh, interactive way of instructions to provide all the necessary information that is required in the application process and voila we're done with that now we have optional uh, we can optionally set up alerts or we can choose to receive notification if we want to but at the end of the day we should remember that we are tailoring our resume and cover letter to each specific job that we're applying for just so that we don't get things mixed up and we will make sure to highlight our relevant skills and experiences it's also a good it's also a good idea to do so, a little bit of research on this companies just so that we can know exactly what to say and the final tip will be networking now using the power of networking Networking is very underrated. It helps us in so many ways that we can't even imagine. For example, we can make friends and build genuine connections with people working in the companies that we are looking for. So say, for example, we go on LinkedIn and we make connections with such types of people who are working in the companies that we've seen on the job boards that they are interested in, remote employees. We can network with these people and, you know, Potentially see where that can take us because they are far more likely to recommend us to their organization if they already feel some camaraderie with us But networking takes skill and luckily we can make it easy on ourselves So what some of the tips that we can do to ensure that networking is not so painful is that we can make our profile attractive and be active on the platform as well sending out personalised connections to who we want to network with, engaging with their content so they can recognise us, and expressing our interest in getting a remote job from their organisation or ask them to guide us or recommend us to maybe some other organisations that they may know about that's offering some remote job. But ultimately, while being proactive, importance for building our network we would want to also optimize our profile in such a way that recruiters would find us as well and I linked a blog a link to a blog in the descriptions where uh, we would see very precise and actionable tips that actually recruiters are looking for to find potential employees on LinkedIn Now, these are just a few tips that we spoke about in this episode. There's obviously much more out there, but essentially by combining the strategies that we talked about, you know, we'll be able to increase our chances of finding a remote job and landing the position in any country, not just the U.S. that we're interested in. So we need to keep refining our approach and stay persistent with it. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. You can check the description for resources that you find valuable. And if you want to stay on top of information like this, hit the sub if you're on YouTube or follow if you're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And if you're open to a conversation about the topic, you can let me know what you think on Twitter at William Obiana or in the comments.